Welcome to First Things First, the weekly podcast where we talk about God, faith, and life in Shallow Water, Texas. Our podcast is a production of First Shallow Water, and you can find more information about our church by clicking on the link in the description of this episode. Thanks for joining us. Here's our pastor, Brad Miles. Welcome, everybody, to the First Things First podcast. Uh, Every week on the First Things First podcast, we have amazing, interesting, fascinating, exciting guests who uh, just kind of share with us about their lives, about what, what, what their lives have been like, the stuff that they've been through, walked through their journey of faith with the Lord. We talk about all those kinds of things, but my favorite part of the podcast is that the people that we talk to every week, uh, these amazing, fascinating, interesting people, they may be your next door neighbors, right? They probably, you probably know them, you probably see them at church, you probably see them around town. That's my favorite part of the podcast. And we've uh, uh, had a summer, a little a bit of a summer break, as it were. And, uh, and so we're back strong with a new season of the First Things First podcast. And here to kick off our new season of the First Things First podcast is my good friend, Michael Corallo. Now, yeah, yeah. Say hello. hi, say hello. hi to everybody. Michael. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, Michael, if, uh, Michael is the the he is our uh, associate pastor here at uh, at our church, and that is a new role that I was about he to is, say that sounds weird. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, he is. That's a new role that he has moved into, and so uh, we're going to talk about that in the course of this podcast. But Michael's been here at the church for a little over two years now. And, um, and so, uh, and so this is a good, I can't believe that we've never done this with you. Right. Like this is, that's crazy. So (laughs) it's long overdue. So Michael, tell everybody, what do people need to know about you? Talk a little bit about yourself. Tell everybody what they need to know. Well, it's been great to just be here in shallow water for now two years. Um, and you know, this is home. This, uh, is a great place to, to really grow. Um, and I've seen great growth in my life, you know, uh, grew up in Lubbock and yeah. uh, spent uh, a lot of my younger years um, just trying to figure out, you know, uh, where I, I I really belonged and uh, found a, a church home in Lubbock and kind of grew up there and ended up uh, getting hired when I was 17, uh, just yeah. entering my senior year of high school and uh, as an intern and uh, really had a great time there. Uh, spent over a decade in ministry mm-hmm. uh, in various roles. My uh, last role there uh, was I was a student pastor um, and just had a, a great time. Love this area, love Lubbock. Um, yeah. Really, you know, a lot of people asked me when I was graduating high school, are you going to move off somewhere? And that's kind of the was the furthest thing from my mind yeah. because I love the people here. I, right. I have uh, lots of great friends and family in this area. And so uh, it would be really difficult for me to to pick up and move. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, really, I, I can't see it happening yeah. because yeah. this place is awesome. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and anyway, uh, so those are kind of the, the key things about my life. Uh, yeah. I, I love ministry. Um, I was called to ministry actually when I was 16. Yeah. So uh, that was such a, a, a very odd experience. And, and right. anybody in ministry probably will tell you the same thing. You probably had the, oh, yeah. the experience. I think you had it a lot younger. Oh, yeah. I was right? like six. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I had 10 years on you to, you know, to... <laughs> To kind of figure out, uh, and I always thought, you know, I'm I'm gonna go off. I always loved uh, the service area, so I, I thought I'll 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 be in some sort of a service. Um, yeah, and your be... mom is like she's a flight attendant. She is. Yeah. So so you'd seen right. that you know kind of thing in exactly your life before serving. People. And her dad, he was a, a detective for many years in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I've got lots of family in the the fire service, and so I was thinking, kind of going down that route because. Right. Uh, my family did it. I saw how much joy it brought them to serve people. And mm-hmm. um, at 16, uh, because I was saved at 12, um, grew up Catholic, um, and then uh, really started asking questions uh, about salvation, about what is life all about. Um, yeah. And asked my mom lots of questions, and she started pointing me down a path um, and giving me some something to hold on to. Um, right. Because I was very confused as a kid. I, yeah. I, I kind of struggled uh, to to really pay attention in, in church. <laughs> um, uh, but as I, I matured and, and got into middle school, uh, really started to have this desire. I want to know what, what this is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I'm in, I'm in. If I'm out, I'm out. Uh, yeah. That was kind of, that's how I am in life. Like right. I, I uh, which can be a really good thing and can be a bad thing, sure. you know? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I really have to watch that. But 
as far as uh, my my journey, I, I just started asking lots of questions. And I know I'm probably jumping ahead here no, into no, your next great. question. That's but, great. No, go ahead. Uh, so um, I remember one Sunday, uh, the the priest uh, at at our church, he he said something that really kind of rocked me yeah. and not in a good way. Right. Uh, and I asked my mom afterwards, I, I just said, do we believe that? Uh-huh. And she said, no. Um, and, and so that really start started a theological um, journey for me to figure out what do we believe and why do we believe it? Yeah, because here, um, here the this, the priest mm-hmm. who in you know in 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 the tradition that you were at that time in the Catholic mm-hmm. you know church like the the priest is you know voice of God yes. you know what I'm saying like yes. like serious business right. so so to have that kind of like crisis where. The priest said something. And you're like, I don't know if I believe that. And you ask right. your mom. She's like, No, we don't believe that. Yes. That really was a crisis. Yes, for you at, at that 12 age. years old, that that yeah. really rocked my world. And mm-hmm. so, um, I I just really started asking lots of questions and trying yeah. to figure out where, why, what do we believe? Why do we believe it? Um, and so, and and I want to make it clear. I I I have lots of friends. Who sure. are Catholic? Oh yeah, I've met some of the most godly Catholics right. out there. I, yeah. I, oh yeah. The last thing I want to do is is put anyone down. Right. Um, one of the the differences, I think, uh, big differences. We, we were never really told you go and read your Bible. Yes. Right. Uh, whereas here at First Shallow Water, or really mm-hmm. any um, Protestant church, you're you're told that on a very consistent basis. Like mm-hmm. you you go search these things out. Yeah, and so a friend of mine he invited me uh, to come to church with him, um, and uh, I said yes because he, he said there's a band and there's pizza, and I was like, <laughs> hey, that I, those are two things I really like. And so um, that night it, it was uh, I was about to head into middle school. I remember it was the summer, mm-hmm. um, and I went, and it it was a very different experience than I had ever had in church. Uh, because you were going to a youth ministry, obviously there are going to be big differences. Sure. Um, but I remember sitting there and, and just sensing there's something going on even before anything happened. Yeah. And so, uh, hindsight, I, I can tell where God was working on my heart. And so, uh, we we go through the worship service, um, and the the youth pastor he stood up and he started talking uh, through Ephesians chapter two. Mm, uh, yeah. As for you, you are dead in your sins and your That's trespasses. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and he he kind of really hammered on that and said, "How do dead people make themselves alive?" And, right. And in my twelve year mo- old mind, I'm thinking they don't. Yeah. You know, there 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 is absolutely no way. Right. Um. And and. So he he go uh, Paul goes on to say, um, but God, mm-hmm. who is rich in mercy, yeah. with the great love with which He loved you, made you alive in Christ Jesus, yeah. and it's by grace you were saved through faith, and and everything clicked. Yeah, um, because I I had heard the gospel growing up. Uh-huh. There's no doubt. Sure, never understood it. Right, never really gripped my heart like it did that night. Yeah, and so when the invitation came, I remember looking up, uh, and, and it was. Uh, just this big room with lots of lights and and thinking he's he's talking directly to me like yeah. I've I've never surrendered my life I I've never uh, submitted under the lordship of Jesus and yeah. which are really big thoughts for a twelve year old but when it clicks it clicks exactly and when yeah. the Holy Spirit's uh, I mean I, I like to tell people who are are kind of struggling with a f- friend or family member who. Uh, hasn't yet surrendered their life. Right. I tell them when the Holy Spirit grips their heart, I don't think they can say no. I yeah. Mean, right. Y- you know, yeah. w- when you have that experience, yes, we have free will. Yes, there's sure. the ability to walk away. But uh, you know, for me that night, there there was no way I was walking out of that place without mm-hmm. first uh, knowing who I was in Christ. Yeah. And right. So right, right. Uh, that I was the dead man uh-huh. walking. And he made me alive yes. that night. So uh, that that's really my my salvation experience. Uh, I I I remember getting in the car when my mom picked me up. Yeah, and that's just a, bawling. Yeah. And she said, "What did they do to you?" <laughs> you know, because we're 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 Catholic, right? Um, yeah. She dropped me off at a Baptist church, and and now I'm crying. And I said, "No, mom, I, it's a good thing." Yeah. Uh, tonight, I I I know who Jesus is. 
and I have surrendered my life completely to him. And, wow. and, and then she starts crying. And yeah, so, yeah. uh, you know, that, that, that really was the, uh, the start of my new life yeah. in Christ. So, yeah. um, and I'm, I'm very thankful, you know, in the providence of God, I think about how our stories are, right? Mm-hmm. And he is the author of our story. Um, at just the right time, Christ saved me. Yeah, that's Because right. two months later, my dad was diagnosed with uh, cancer. Yeah. Um, and so he he ended up having surgery, going through all the treatments, mm-hmm. uh, beating the cancer, getting addicted to uh, uh, painkillers and, yeah. and mixing it with alcohol. And, yeah. um, and, and that really led to the demise of... of our family in a way right. where my parents ended up splitting it. It was a two year process of, mm-hmm. of them trying to make it work. And, um, just, a, a extremely, uh, heart wrenching, difficult, yeah, uh, right. time in, in our, our lives. Um, and, uh, it did end with my parents, uh, divorcing and, yeah. um, and not, not a, not a easy, uh, simple, uh, divorce, but, uh, messy and, yeah. and hard. Painful. And, yes. And so I, I watched my mom go through uh, serious depression. Um, yeah. and so, and her being a flight attendant, she's trying to raise two boys. How, how is she supposed to go to work when right. she's got two kids at home? Uh, my grandma, she really stepped up and, uh, she would come over and stay with us and take care of us. Um, and so, um, but there, there were several moments where, the faith that that God had in place in me really was the thing that that kind of held us together. Because mm-hmm. I, when my mom was at at some of her darkest moments, I remember going to Mardell and just searching for a book. Right. I, I found this book uh, by Beth Moore, "Praying God's Word." Oh and man. To to this day, if you ask my mom what was one of the things that got you through uh, that that horrible season she will say that book mm. and i didn't know i'm i'm a 14 year old <laughs> little kid find anything yes yeah. uh, and and i had the faith to believe that god's word was big enough that mm-hmm. that god could uh, redeem this mm-hmm. in a way um uh, and so uh, uh giving her that book and, and she didn't tell me that at the time but i mean she poured over that book mm-hmm. and her her faith really grew and uh, you know it's in the darkness in the valley that right. we're stretched. Yeah. Um, and, and that, that for our family was one of the biggest, uh, stretching, yeah. uh, moments. Uh, so, y- you know, there, there are several things that, that, that I could say. Uh, and one of the big verses that I would lean on, uh, what would be in John 10, where, you know, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. Mm-hmm. And there's no doubt that, uh, you know the the prince of the power of the air, as Paul would say, the mm-hmm. the principalities of darkness. Mm-hmm. They're after the marriage. They're after the family unit. Yeah, right. Um, in a big way. Yeah. And so I knew what that kind of attack was, but I also knew what it said at the end of that verse. Yeah. But I have come to give life and life abundantly. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so uh, even just a few short years later, to see kind of the roles flipped and, and to see from darkness to light come yeah. in my, to my family mm-hmm. where uh, things just took a, a very dramatic turn for the better because we we were at, at we were out of money at one point yeah. we, we had nothing yeah uh, we were worried about losing the house we had already lost a car because you again how was my mom supposed to work how how, how was she supposed to keep up right she was doing the best but um, because of all the factors, it, it got really bad. Yeah. Uh, so uh, just to see God's hand of provision time mm-hmm. and time and time again, it was amazing. Uh, right. Really, you know, those are the moments that built my confidence and my dependence in God to say, no matter what comes, I yeah. know he's got me. Mm-hmm. I know he's got my family. Uh, we have walked through some of the deepest, darkest things already. Yes, right. And he has brought us through. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's kind of the the snapshot picture of uh, or the thirty thousand feet flyover yeah. of of uh, some of my childhood. There's there's several things that that I I could bring up and 
and would probably resonate. But uh, for the sake of time, I, I, I feel like I'm talking way too much. No, so. <laughs> no, you're doing great. We, you know, this summer we did, uh, we, we went through the series of Sound of Silence. Yeah. You know, we talked about the book of Habakkuk. And that last little section of Habakkuk just really, because the, the you know, the prophet, is, he's not saying, he's not saying, you know, everything's good. You know, he says what, in fact, he says the opposite. Like, look, if the, if the, if the grapes don't ripen on the vine, mm-hmm. if the, if all of the livestock dies and the, you mm-hmm. know, I will still praise the Lord Yes, because he, you know, and, and I know and this is, and it's just a statement of faith. He, he makes me like a deer, mm-hmm. uh, as sure footed as a deer in high places, you know? And, uh, and so there's this, this understanding that, that we trust God, even when our circumstances don't don't uh don't appear to give evidence right. of his faithfulness or sure. goodness right as we yes. look around we're like man what is going on mm-hmm. um but there's this there's this there's this act of will that we do that where we where we we decide we're placing our faith and our trust in God because um because we know his purposes right. for us are good and we know he's going to guide our steps and we know he's not going to let us slip and exactly. fall no matter how treacherous the terrain yeah. is and so what you said that like in the dark places of our lives is when we really stretch and grow i believe that's why like i think i think that's where we learn mm-hmm. that god is good and that he's faithful and that no matter how dangerous it feels you know where i'm walking right now god's guiding my steps and he's going to and he's going to guide me through it and um, and we get on the other side of it and we look back and we're like, oh yeah, boy, I can see his hand so many mm-hmm. times, you know, uh, which is why I think these stories are so powerful, right. you know, because, uh, because that's what you've learned. It you know? testifies to the goodness of yeah. God. It testifies to the fact that, uh, even, even when we can't see it, right. he is still working. That's right. And, and he, as it says in Romans eight twenty eight, he's working all things together for good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just to see, you know, uh, my mom meet a a wonderful guy yeah, uh, right. who she's married to now and mm-hmm. uh and even uh, you know I I didn't have a relationship with my dad uh for I mean probably 15 years mm-hmm. after that had happened and mm-hmm. and just recently um you know he he would still text my brother and I and and my brother was always a little closer to my dad than than I ever was uh, mm-hmm. but uh, now we we text um, and yeah. we talk back and forth uh, just about uh, various things and, yeah. and uh, especially around the holidays we, we sure. try to because I, I still love my dad right uh, he he will always be my dad mm-hmm. um, and so uh, just to, because there were points where I thought never you know yeah I, I no I, don't I'm ever want to talk not going to down him. that road yeah, um, right. and God really worked on my heart because uh, you know in the big picture of things. Uh, I, I want I want to see my entire family uh, in in the kingdom of God. Right. Um, and and it's so interesting to see how that is possible because of God's reach into my life when I was twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it it was pretty dark until that point. Yeah. And then everything, you know, the light invaded, and so yeah. Anyway, all that to say, uh, God's grace and God's goodness is on display in my life. And in in several, yeah. you know, big uh, pinnacle points that that sure. that I look back on often. Yeah, uh, right. Especially when you know you're having a, a horrible day, or you're going into a season where, uh, like you said, uh, there's some darkness and and uh, uncertainty. It's great to reflect, right, and to remember, God, you you brought me through all of this. Mm-hmm. Why would you fail now? Yeah, right. Why, right. why, why would you yeah. not? And and it it's not usually how we we plan it. No, in fact, it, it's often <laughs> not. Yeah, because the plans of God are are so better. Yeah, so much better. So, um, that that's really kind of how I, I wanted to tie the bow on on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because for for so many people out there listening, you might be in that that situation, or you may have just come through that, and you're thinking right. where. Where does this get better? Yes, um, right. And, and I can't make the promise that it will, mm-hmm. but with God, all things are possible. That's right. He will give you the grace to take that next step. He will right. provide everything that you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the promise of God. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, and we don't want people to listen to our 
word or our promise. Right. You know what I mean? Go to like, the Bible. Yeah. I mean, I can share my experiences yeah. with you. I can share about how, you know, how God has, you know, has rescued me, has delivered me, mm-hmm. has been with me through the darkest of times. I can share all that stuff with you, but don't trust me. <laughs> That's <laughs> you right. Know? Yeah. Uh, like, like uh, uh, allow the Lord of hosts to prove all of mm-hmm. this to you, you know, and to confirm his word. That's I, a good word. I say, uh, I, I say this too, because you're, you're, I've had uh, my experience in my life is similar in some ways, mm-hmm. not sure. nearly to the level, but but I had a really strange relationship, uh, uh, estranged relationship mm-hmm. with my father for a long time, and and there was a, a long time where I really didn't care to have a relationship with right. him at all, you know, and uh, and I dealt with even even and I wouldn't have recognized it probably at the time, I didn't recognize it as like bitterness or mm-hmm. anything. I, I it was really more uh, at the time I felt like. I just don't need that. Mm-hmm. I don't need him. Right. In my life, I don't You aren't craving that. I'm not that, mad yeah. at him. I don't hate him, right. right? I just don't I just don't care if I ever talk to sure. him again. You know, um I've realized later on in my life that it really was unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah. really was bitterness. And maybe fear of being hurt. Yeah. Yes, I mean, yeah. for me fear that's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but anyway, one of the big things that really was a breakthrough in my life is when I uh I don't know, because we are, we tend to kind of put ourselves at the center of the universe a lot of times, you know. <laughs> Way and, too often, yeah. <laughs> and, and so, like, when somebody hurts you deeply like that, you know, kind of all you can see is the hurt mm-hmm. that's experienced, mm-hmm. that you've experienced, you know. Um, but one of the big breakthroughs in my life is when, whenever I started to realize that, you know, as terrible as... W- as terrible as it was, what I felt like my father, you know, did to me, right? But just... Um, Signing over parental rights and just mm-hmm. kind of not being engaged, well, feeling that rejection right. from him, right? Um, as terrible as I felt like that was, <laughs> the Lord over the course of my life started to show me, uh, well, well, I did terrible things, yes, and I and I did them, and I hurt people desperately, mm-hmm. you know, and and so boy, it just became. I saw, I think I saw my father in a different light as I got older, mm-hmm. maybe, and it really helped me. To, to have a relationship with right. him, to understand. Once you gained a different perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. beyond the hurt, right? And, and that doesn't excuse anything. No. But, 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 uh, but I certainly, you know, when I was younger and when I didn't have some of the experiences that I've had, when I hadn't fallen on my face, some mm-hmm. of the ways that I fell on my face, you know, it was easy for me to just be, to just focus on his shortcomings and right. his failures in my life. And, and as I got a little older and I started to realize my own shortcomings and my own failure, I started to see, you know, how you know, God's grace and forgiveness was extended to me, mm-hmm. how he delivered me. And, and you know, why couldn't he do that for my father? That's maybe, exactly right. Maybe yeah. he had. Yeah. And and I would, but I was just trying to pretend like, you know, yeah. maybe my father has, had actually grown. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the spirit of God had actually changed him. Over, right. But I don't know, because I didn't, wasn't talking to him. Right. You know? So anyway, so I think uh, whenever we really have to wrestle with our own sin, yes. that, that's whenever we really understand grace and forgiveness toward, toward somebody else. You know, and that doesn't mean. Well, obviously, you got to have healthy boundaries. If you, there are people in your life that harm you. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you you know, forgiveness doesn't mean inviting people into your life so that they can harm right. you yes. over and over again. That's yeah. not that's not what forgiveness is. But um, but it really was good for me to kind of turn that corner. Mm-hmm. And, and my father and I now we have a we have a really good relationship. That's you know? awesome. So, yeah. Um, and and he's around my my family, my kids, mm-hmm. and. I, he actually moved to the town that I lived in, like a mile, like a mile from me, you know. So, which was crazy, but uh, but uh, but we we're 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 a lot closer now, mm-hmm. and and I'm grateful to God for that. But but I had to kind of turn a corner for sure for that to be able to happen. Right. So I just I resonate with yeah. with a lot of that. So and I'm glad to hear that you guys are are talking. I mean, we we are yeah. The, the, I, the, the, there's a long journey, but at least yeah. the baby steps are being taken. Right. So. I, I've been one of the worst about you know. Uh, burying the hatchet, but keeping the handle above the ground, <laughs> you know, just in case I yeah. need to pull that out. Yeah. yeah, and and so God's really, like you said, yeah, had to work on my heart by showing me my own sinful mm. propensities, and uh, yeah. you know, uh, the 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 seed of of every known sin dwells in the heart of every person. Yeah, uh, there, but for the grace of God, no doubt. Uh, you know, yeah. so uh, you you gain that perspective over time mm-hmm. and it makes it you know a much healthier thing yeah uh, and and that's what I, i'm thankful that that god 
revealed that to me yeah. to to further, you know, not just my relationships, but uh, my ability to deal with things. Yeah. Because I, I'm a suppressor. Like, yeah. I, I will suppress until... I can't anymore. Yeah. And then, yeah. then it gets really bad. You yeah, know, then it's scary. Exactly. So, uh, over time, the work of God in my life yeah. <laughs> in that way has just been really amazing. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, because like you, I've done some of the worst things that and right, hurt, yeah. hurt the people that, uh, were closest to me that, sure. that cared yeah. for me, uh, the most. And, um, and so, uh, you know, in the midst of that, you're thinking, wow, uh, yeah. I, I, I am no better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I am far worse uh-huh. uh, than, than I ever thought myself to be. And, mm-hmm. and then the grace of God enters in and, and yes. just sweeps you up and yeah. it's astounding. Yeah. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful that our identity is not tied to our mistakes, yes, you know, yes. and our failure. We, we're not bound, you know, we're not we're bound tempted up in to that. let it be. Exactly. But yeah. That that is not from God. No, that, that is not of God. No, you know. Uh-uh. So, and that's not to say that you know. That's not to say that we don't take seriously. You know, like like you know the 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 times in my life whenever I failed the most and I've and I and I've hurt people close to me. You know, um, I'm not trying to minimize right. that. I we, mean, I know we are responsible, yeah. right? Yeah, and I know the gravity of it. Mm-hmm. I really do. But um, but but praise be to God. That's not who I am. Right. You know. I am not a person who who just goes around hurting people. Right. That's not. Who, I yep. mean, I'm a uh, by the grace of God. I'm uh, I'm 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 His vessel. I'm His mm-hmm. child. I'm His. You know what I mean? So uh, so that's a tough thing to wrestle with. And there may be somebody out there wrestling with that right now, right. Michael. To be honest with yes. you, probably. I mean, because all of us go through those seasons mm-hmm. where we're just all we can see is our own failure. Yep. And. Uh, and so if that's where you are right now, but look, both of us get it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we have definitely been there, uh, but, but, but we've experienced God's grace, you know, and, and his goodness on the other side of that. And, and there's hope and healing for all of us, no matter how far, mm-hmm. no matter how far gone. Amen. Yes. And, uh, and that gives us hope and healing for other people too in our lives mm-hmm. who, who we've thought there's no, mm-hmm. there's no hope for them. You right. know what I mean? But, but, but maybe God is doing something. So anyway. That's good. So, um, any other like you've shared a lot about some some times in your life where the Lord's really stretched you, sure. and grown you. But is there any other any other times in your life that you wanted that you would want to talk about where you felt like the Lord was really, you know, was really moving you, like really, like really, like kick, you know, moving you down the road sure. in, in your faith journey? Yeah, uh, you know, there there's probably several uh, that that. Uh, are are kind of the the big pinnacle ones. Sure. Um, you know, w- one would be when I was fairly new to ministry mm-hmm. and and just kind of figure because when you you get into the ministry and and you surrender to it and you say, okay, God, I I am yours. Right. And wherever you want me to go, I will go. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's easier said than done. Yeah. Um, and so. When I, I I started in my my ministry real early, I figured out uh, churches uh, can be a very uh, um, difficult place to mm. to uh, live. Yes, and what I mean by that is uh, it's not always healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to say w- we don't go around just giving holy high fives all day. Right. Yeah. It's very different, um, yeah. and so I, I I think kind of the perspective. Um, from somebody, someone who is outside of the church, and yeah. uh, is that that everyone always gets along, and uh, it, <laughs> you know, you 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 don't have to make really hard decisions right. that yeah. uh, you know are going to affect people, mm-hmm. and you you know there will be one who is really happy and one who's really mad, and yeah. um, and I I really I look at this as a privilege because. I, I entered into a situation that was not good, mm-hmm. uh, where where kind of our three upper level staff members uh, were were at odds with each other. I wow. mean, to the yeah. point that uh, we we had to uh, bring in uh, some some mediation. I mean, wow. it, it was yeah, uh, it really got, toxic. Yes, um, and, and so uh, I was really close to uh, all three of them, mm-hmm. and and trying to understand like what. 
what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was one of the moments in my life that uh, I felt God impress upon my heart that you just do what you know is right mm-hmm. and you leave the rest to me. Right. Um, in any situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the ultimate end goal of us is no different than, than the businessman, sure. the businesswoman. Our goal is to glorify God and enjoy Him, right? That's right, yeah. So uh, so long as I'm committed to the right thing, mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about, you know, the, the consequences. Yeah. It, it may not turn out for good in yeah. a perspective, yeah. but I, I like to say one plus God is always the majority. Like if yeah. if I am committed to doing His will and, and just let the chips fall as they may, you know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. He's in control. So, right. uh I, I just, I watched that and thought, you know, I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to be respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to jump to conclusions because at the end of the day, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know everything that's going on right. with, with, with the workings of the staff. And, and, uh, so, uh, having seen that at the, the beginning really made me not, not necessarily guard it, mm-hmm. but have the ability to understand that, my expectations were blown really quick. Yeah, right. And I'm thankful mm-hmm. because I, I've talked to so many friends who are in the ministry and they start off at a great church and things are going well. Mm-hmm. They they get called to another church and, and the offer looks really great sure. and super appealing. Yeah. All to come to find out that they hit a lot of things yeah. and it is a, a unhealthy environment mm-hmm. for the staff and they're miserable. Yeah. And then they start questioning, why am I even doing this? Right. Yeah. And now they're out of the ministry. Yep. Uh, that that is the story of of far too many uh, ministers. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, having that experience at the very beginning uh, humbled me. Yep. Uh, allowed me to have the perspective that you know I I really don't understand mm-hmm. all the workings and and all that God is doing. Sometimes He's purging. Sometimes he yeah. he's he's in for lack of a better term cleaning house right uh, and and sometimes he's he's left a staff to themselves yeah because um, there's a lot of arrogance mm-hmm. that that happens yeah. uh, and, and and you've seen it oh yeah uh, I've seen it probably uh, a, a lot of people listening to this have sure. seen that um, and that 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 never goes well mm-hmm. uh, so uh, all that to say having seen unhealthy. Go to to fairly healthy, mm-hmm. and now here where where really everything that 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 I've experienced here has been super uh, different yeah. in a good way. Right. Where uh, we we are on a team, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. We we work together really well. Mm-hmm. Um, we we pick up the what 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 is needed, and we just jump in where you know we're not isolated. Yeah, and, exactly. And that those things are are. Are kind of the bedrock of 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 what what is healthy because you're built on the unity of Christ mm-hmm. and you're doing it as He said, you know. So, right. Um, uh, not to say that that we're the the great perfect oh, yeah. church. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. I'm saying that the staff and the leadership here, um, we 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 have, I think, the benefit of having gone through some difficult times. Um, True. Yeah. And we're on the other side of that, uh-huh. and we're we're heading in a really good direction. Yeah, uh, the spirit of of this congregation is is joyful, right? And yeah. is happy, uh-huh. and is committed to uh, doing things in the way that that I I believe God is all about. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's exciting. Yeah, and and it it really it makes it a joy to come to work. It, it, yeah, you know, there were some Sundays where. Uh, years and years ago where I was like, okay, you can do this. You can yeah, make it through. Yeah, right. You kind of got to gear yourself yes, up. you yeah. kind of got a pep talk. Uh, here, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is good. Yeah. I got, I'm excited that I'm going to get to see all these people and, yeah. and you know, so yeah. uh, that that's one of the ways that, that I really feel got to stretch me, mm-hmm. grew me, um, prepared me for what was ahead. So, um Super thankful for all of that. Super right. excited uh, about you know the road ahead. Not to say that uh, tomorrow you know lot, everything can change in, yeah. in a moment, but you, you hold to the fact that God is in control. Sure, we're committed to Him. Yeah, we're committed to doing things His way, and 
And at the end of the day, I think he looks at that and says, I'm pleased with that. Yeah. So, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So I, th- I agree with you when, when you, when you've kind of been in some, in some like church, you know, work situations where it was tough mm-hmm. and, and where it wasn't healthy, um, then it really does. It really does. You learn some stuff, you know, and it, look, it's no secret too, that th- this church has been through some periods yes. like that, right? Yep. Where, where there was, there was unhealth, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and things were rough and, and people were, were, you know, divided and, and, and arguing with each other, right? That's not a secret. And, uh, and, uh, so, you know, so, but I think he learned some lessons in all of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, and if you let them, those lessons can really, can really move you to a place where there is unity and there is healing mm-hmm. and there really, and, and there is a lot of health. So, and, and I would say this too, and you kind of alluded to this, but I would say this too, like to me, the mark of health, uh, the, uh, to me, the, one of the big markers of health is the knowledge that, that sickness is always trying to work mm-hmm. its way in, yes. you know? And yeah. so like you can't ever just rest on your laurels and be like, okay, we're healthy, mm-hmm. you know? So we can just put this thing in cruise right. control and, you know, you uh, health is something that you have to fight for. Yes. And uh, like, I've learned that just in my own body, you right. know, yes. as a, as a, you know, a, upper 40s man that's as specific as i want to get right now michael but um like i i had to learn really you know really painful lessons mm-hmm. about um like you can't just passively be healthy right w- with your body like it takes constant work mm-hmm. when you get to my age it takes constant work to make sure to in- and discipline to ensure that you're healthy and right. you have to be on guard all the time against mm-hmm. those things that can sow unhealth into your body so the same is true in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the only way that we can make sure that we remain healthy is when we're just always working and always diligent and, and always focused on the practices that it requires for us to be healthy. Right. You know? and, and when something, when sickness does come, because it will, it always yes. does, when it does, uh, you, 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 uh, you acknowledge it, you identify it, mm-hmm. and then you take whatever steps that you need to take to heal from it. Right. And, um, and so, so I think, you know, there's no such thing as a perfect church staff. No. There's no such thing right. as a perfect church. We're all made up of human beings and, and all of us, you, I, I remember, what did you say? You said that you were talking about arrogance and mm-hmm. how, uh, how arrogance can just really destroy people and destroy relationships. Mm-hmm. And, and you said, and, and you said, you know, you said, uh, I've seen it. And then you looked at me and you said, and I know you've seen it. And I was like, yeah, in myself, you know? <laughs> well, I wasn't thinking that. So, but, <laughs> but I totally, no, but I, yes, I, yeah. I mean, like, like we're, we're always that that's always a pitfall. Sure. And, um, and I've been there, like I've walked that whole gamut of, mm-hmm. of stuff. And I, and I have, you know, failed in all of all kinds of, you know, spectacular ways. Right. Yes. So, uh, so I'm grateful for the grace of God on the, mm-hmm. on the other side and that constant dependence on God's grace is what, um, is what moves us forward. It really yeah. is. So, uh, that's good. I, you know, people don't understand that Michael about that, that when you're on staff at a church, it's such a weird deal because it's your job, mm-hmm. you know, but it's also like your community. It's yes. also your it's all of these things bound up together. Mm-hmm. And when that is unhealthy, it's devastating mm-hmm. to, to a minister. I mean, it is devastating because, and it can rattle your faith all yep. the way down because your whole life is bound up in this place. You know, I've had other jobs, you know, mm-hmm. and when things were unhealthy at my work, it's, it was cool, right? Because, because at five o'clock or whatever, I walked out of there yep. and I went home to be with my family right. and I, and I, and I worshiped with my faith community. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Yes. When all of that is the same place, mm-hmm. man, it's hard. Yep. It's always on your mind. Yeah. So really is. So, okay. What about right now? Uh, what, how, what do you feel like God is teaching you right now? How do you feel like he's at work in your life right now? Sure. Uh, one, I would say the, the big overarching way that, that he's at work in my life, uh, is reminding me, uh, of the lesson that, that I learned all the way back when I was 12 mm-hmm. and hundreds of times since then. Yeah. And it's this, that the love of God is, is, uh, never wavering. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not dependent on my actions. Right. Um, it's not dependent on my ability. Mm-hmm. It's not 
uh, confined uh, to anything that I've done or will do. Right. Like I can't earn it. Yep. I don't deserve it. And yet it's always there. Mm-hmm. And that's that's been uh, sustaining yeah. so many times. Uh, and specifically right now, you know, I, 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 I dwell on the fact that um, in, in the book of Psalms, he, uh, the psalmist, he says, uh, in the morning, satisfy me with your unending love. Mm-hmm. And I, I think about what he he was saying in that that phrase. What what I, I imagine what he's going through on the day to day. Yeah, that he would say, God, I I need you to satisfy me every single morning. Yeah, with your unending, unfailing love. Yeah, and I think about my own life. How um, even though you know we're up here, we're studying, studying for messages or, mm-hmm. or lessons that, that we're, we're doing. It's so easy to forget. Right. It's so easy to get caught up in, in the work side mm-hmm. and not the personal, like the, God, what are you pouring into me? Yeah. Right. And, uh, so over the, the course of probably this year, mm-hmm. uh, each morning I'm, I'm trying to dwell on the unending, never failing love that that it's deeper than the the deepest part of the ocean that that it's higher than the yeah. highest peak mm-hmm. uh, in the world that uh, there there's there's nothing we can really compare it to and all throughout the Bible you have all these images sure that are so far out there yeah like unattainable right and, and there the reason for that is. As human beings, we're searching for ways to to define the love of God, and 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 we fail. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll always fail because it 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 goes beyond uh, our comprehension. It goes beyond anything that we could um, ever hope to understand. Right. Um, and yet, I think about how one day I'll I'll stand before Him mm-hmm. in the fullness of His love. Right. And goodness. If if that doesn't sustain me through the sure. darkest days or or wh- whatever day the good the bad the mm-hmm. the ugly doesn't matter like if that thought is not uh, encouraging to my heart yeah like there's something serious like going on yeah within yeah. my soul that that needs attention because I, I can tell you uh, leaning into that love mm-hmm. and, and just really praying God reveal that to me like right like would you would you wash me over? Mm-hmm. Kind of like a, a wave that comes in, and if you've ever been to the ocean, and it, it just it, it slams over you and, right. and covers you, uh, which is not a great experience because the, the salt water, it gets up yeah. your nose and your eyes. Uh, but you think about the love of God doing that right. and just all-encompassing you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had these moments where, where uh, I just have to stop, and, and most of them are... are are not dramatic moments. Sure. Uh, and I'm thankful for that. I'm yeah. not a dramatic person. I, right. I, like, I, I I don't dwell in that. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them have just been in, in the most mundane, sometimes alone in my truck, sometimes in the middle of a grocery store where mm-hmm. something just hits me. And I, I'm i just still, like, I, I can't take a step because I, I am so focused on, yeah. on the love that God is showing me in that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, that... That's that's kind of what I've been learning right. over and over again, and I feel like it's kind of like cl- climbing the staircase. You know, mm-hmm. you're you learn this lesson, but then you learn a whole new aspect of it, and, right. and it goes back to what uh, the writer of Hebrews says that the Word of God it's living, it's active, it mm-hmm. it, it, it it pierces bone and marrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's it's constant and yet it teaches me new things every time I I, yeah. I I dive in or every time I focus in on on this aspect of who God is there there's more you yeah, know right yeah uh, the 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 well that never runs dry mm-hmm. so um that that's just where I'm at today yeah uh, and have been for mm-hmm. the past uh what are we we're in June so six months now yeah yeah uh, so uh it's it's been refreshing it's been encouraging I think you even said, uh, in in one of our meetings, uh, where you said I, I can just tell like something's going on in you and it's good, right? Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and, and and we kind of dug into sure. to some of that, um, and so 
uh, just the extension of God's grace, because I know who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know who I've been. I, I know my shortcomings. I know my sure. failures. So it's easy for me to really forget mm-hmm. all the benefits and all the goodness and all the love that God has for me, mm-hmm. because I'm so, I, I get so focused on why, why would you, why would you even want anything to do with me after I, I've done what I did? Right. Yeah. And after I continuously do like slip up and fall yeah, and, right. you know, uh, that's the story of, of probably everyone listening. Like yeah. we, we've all had that thought and yet it's constant mm-hmm. and yet it never goes away. Like yeah. he, he is, uh, abundantly giving of himself mm-hmm. because that really is what the love of God is. It's himself. Yep. Uh, the, those two words are synonymous. Mm-hmm. Uh, in First John, we, we learn God is love. Right. I, it doesn't get any more complicated or any more simple than that. That right. God is love. He is the personification. He is the the uh, the full example of what love mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And so, if I want to know anything about love mm-hmm. in any context, yeah, I have to it go to the source. Him. Yeah. So. Yeah, I uh, there's so much about what you said that that is, is really good, and I, like one of the things that that you talked about in the psalm, you know, because you, you said that um, every, each morning satisfy me mm-hmm. with your love, you know. So I think uh, one thing that you and I have both done in our lives, and a lot of people listening probably too, we've looked for satisfaction other places, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. And, uh, and and tried to satisfy our souls in different ways, right. you know, with all kinds of different things. And and I don't know that we would have consciously said that that's what we were doing mm-hmm. at the time. Like, I don't think I ever, you know, was like, you know what, I'm going to try to satisfy my soul <laughs> over here. You know yeah. what I mean? But but our our souls are just kind of bent that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we'll be chasing after things that we think will satisfy us and we'll do things that we think will satisfy us. And um, and we find out that those are just empty wells. And in right. fact, they make us, it's like drinking salt water. It just makes you more thirsty. Oh, it does yeah. not help at all. Yes. And, um, and so we, both of us have been there. So you know that there's, that there's no satis that, you know, that so much of what we've been chasing and so much you come to this place in your life. We're like, wow, I'm not satisfied. Right. You know? Uh, and it's not because of, it's not because of anything else other than, I'm seeking it in places where I can't get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 you know, satisfaction is not a like a feeling that I can generate up in my soul. Right. It, satisfaction is not a, a a feeling that any relationship will give me. Human relationship mm-hmm. will give me. It has nothing to do with any of that. Right. Yeah. It, it, it is, satisfaction is only discovered in the unending love of Christ, the unfailing love of Christ, mm-hmm. like how you, how you said it. So, uh, but the other part of it is that there, I've also been through times. I know you have too, where where, um, where I, I don't know, struggling to receive that, or I don't know how to put it, but, but, but I thinking of myself as unworthy mm-hmm. of God's love, mm-hmm. and you know, look, I've heard about grace my whole life, I've preached about grace yes. my whole life, yeah, and there's still been times where we just that, struggle, yeah, that thing crept into me where, mm-hmm. where I wasn't allowing the Lord to satisfy me with His mm-hmm. love, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't just like resting in that yeah. love. I, we kind of built up a wall yeah. of our own, you know, uh, false mess. Uh, yeah, mess. And yeah, and yeah. just feeling like, just feeling like, you know, that <clears throat> we always talk about how you know our sin separates us from God. But but here's the thing: like nothing separates us from God. Mm-hmm. Like sin in our lives causes us to pull away from God, right. you know, God never goes anywhere, yeah. you know, and, and, and for me, that's kind of been the story of my life. And so there's been these periods of my life where I've had to come back to the grace of God mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and be like, no, this is the source of my satisfaction. Right. You know, the, um, the, uh, when this podcast comes out, um, we will have already, uh, talked about this in church on Sunday morning. We would have already talked about Psalm 42, mm-hmm. uh, but Psalm 42 starts off with, "As the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs for you, God." Mm-hmm. And so there's this sense in which, like, our souls thirst, like, to the point of if we don't get it, we feel like we're going to die. We right. are, we're, but the source of life is God Himself and His love for us. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so to 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 
like I continually have to like return to that source of life. You know, Mm -hmm. I will wander away from it. I will run away from it. And even, and sometimes just my own guilt and my own shame that causes me to do it. Right. And so I need to be brought back to this place where I'm like, no, Lord, satisfy me every day. You're Mm -hmm. the only satisfaction, right? Your love. I need you to satisfy me every day with your love, Mm -hmm. you know? Your unending love, yeah. your love that that is still reaching out to me, even though I know I'm a dumpster fire, right? Yeah. Now, you know, <laughs> and and that's a praise God for that, right. you know. And those times in our lives where we, so I hope I hope somebody heard that and you're encouraged. It's sometimes maybe sometimes it's really good to hear like two ministers talk about uh, how we sometimes feel unworthy of God's love and how yeah. we feel, you know, how we feel shame and regret and remorse mm-hmm. over over things that we've done in our past and 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 pre- people that we've been, you know, at different right. places in our lives right. and. Um, and and we need to be reminded that that God's love is un, is chasing us. It's faithful. It's unending. You know, and that that's the, all the satisfaction that we need. Mm-hmm. We can rest in that. We can rest in God's unending love. Man, yeah. that's good. And you can too. You can rest in God's unending Amen. love. Yeah. So, man, good stuff, Michael. Thank you so much for doing this today. And I'm gl- I'm glad we got to hang out and talk a little bit. Um, it's good for folks in our church. You know, I know you've been around for a while. Yeah. Uh, but it's good for folks in our church to hear to hear uh, some of your story and just to be able to get to know you a little better. And um, so if you see Michael, you know, running around the church or running around uh, shallow water, Texas, you know, give him a high five. And, yeah. <laughs> and because, because uh, I've been able to get to know you over two years and mm. become really good uh, friends with you. And I'm grateful for that every day. Yeah. So, uh, so having a relationship with Michael has been a real blessing to me. I'm sure it will be to you too. <laughs> so, uh, so, but I appreciate you, appreciate you joining us. Yeah. So hopefully this Thank has been, you for having me. Man, I'm, I, it, we, it's good. It's really good. It, I'm, I'm glad we did this. So, uh, so uh, I hope you were encouraged today, folks uh, out there. Uh, I hope I hope you heard something uh, in this conversation that really uh, that really reminded you of of God's love for you and uh, that encouraged your heart. So uh, make sure you join us next week. We'll have another fascinating, amazing, interesting guest uh, on the podcast next week. But until then, um, we'll see you around town. Thanks for tuning in to First Things First. We want to invite you to join us for worship this Sunday at First Shallow Water. You can find us at 703 Avenue J in Shallow Water, Texas. Our Sunday morning service starts at 1030 a.m. Click on the link in the description of this episode for more information about our church or if you'd just like to reach out to us. Check out the previous episodes of this podcast. Make sure you do that. We really have had the privilege of hearing some amazing stories. And make sure you check back each week for a new episode. Until then... We'll see you around town.